Thank you for listening to the podcast of Palmetto Baptist Church. We pray that as you listen to the following message, that it will encourage you to continue to connect, grow, and serve in your relationship with God and with others. When you came in today, I'm hoping that our ushers gave you a survey. And we want to make sure that everybody in the house has one, one per person, one per every person who can actually write. If you did not get one, would you raise your hand so that our ushers can get you one? We need one up here, a few right here. Just keep your hands way high. I want to make sure everybody has one, so please get one. Please get one, everybody. Anybody else who didn't get one, raise your hand. Everybody up there got one? Yes? All right. All right. Sister Weimer needs two there. Anybody else? Everybody's got one. Uh, Maggie Grace needs one over there, and so does uh, Dr. Thompson over on the, the side way over there. Just keep your hand up until we can get you that survey. All right. All right, good. Anybody else need one? Uh, we got uh, one way up there. Angie Allison needs one up there in the high and lifted up spot way up there so please make sure she gets one up in the balcony gentlemen Ray and Pam Cox and their girls are among our newest members Ray is a counselor he works uh, for uh, the court actually doing counseling for uh, young men and women who have come through the drug court trying to uh, get them uh, back on their feet and on a right direction, and I appreciate the ministry that Ray Cox does in that regard. Pam Cox is a uh, scientific medical researcher. She does a lot of traveling every week from Monday through Friday of almost every week. She's out of town uh, conducting medical research surveys, and we appreciate what she does. Uh, she's on the move a good bit. Their daughter, Bethany, is now enrolled in West Georgia College and State University. And then Rachel, their youngest daughter, is a junior at Northgate High School. I tell you all that because I want you to know the Cox family. Ray, in addition to being a counselor with the drug court, is also a minister, Christian minister. He is enrolled currently at Luther Rice Theological Seminary in Lithonia, Georgia. And he's doing an internship with us, a voluntary internship, uh, he spends Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings of every week with us. He sits in on our uh, staff meetings, and then he and I converse a little bit on Thursdays and, and uh, go out, and we've done some visiting together uh, as well. So he's uh, doing an internship with us. And I asked Ray Cox to design and implement and oversee a new small groups ministry that we are hoping to kick off sometime in September. Uh, we're hoping to kick it off then, uh, but all of that depends on whether or not we get all the prep work uh, done and make sure that uh, we don't start it until we're absolutely ready to start it. Uh, but he's going to come and talk to us today about uh, what we're calling home groups. We're going to call them PBC home groups. He's going to answer three questions. What are home groups? And why are so many growing churches in America doing home groups? And then he's going to answer finally the question, why, why would it be a good idea for Palmetto Baptist Church to do home groups? So uh, Ray's going to come and talk to us about it, and he's going to take us through this survey, and uh, he's going to 
try to answer some of our questions about it as well. So would you give him a hand, one of our newest members, Ray Cox, as he comes forward. Good morning. Everybody okay out there? All right. Like Jimmy said, we're one of the newest members here. We, we just recently moved here from Kentucky last summer, so just about a year ago next month. And we're glad to be here. And so I'm going to talk to you today about home groups. Three questions. What are home groups? Why are effective churches doing home groups? And why should Palmetto Baptist do home groups? So what is a home group? Well, home groups are known by a variety of other names, including growth groups, connect groups, care groups, life groups, fellowship groups, small groups, and, of course, home groups. The home group concept is a church structure is becoming prominent in almost every denomination. It's also looked at as the house church, but it's different in that the house church is a a church that stands alone, whereas in home groups, they're connected to this body. So what we have is a group of people gathering together in a home for the purpose of growing spiritually. A home group is a place where we can grow spiritually. In a smaller setting, just like Jimmy said, Christ selected 12 That's not our number necessarily, but we want a smaller group, and we're going to grow spiritually. Developing deeper friendships. Now, who in here needs a friend? Sure, we all need friends. And last but not least, we want to have some fun doing this. I had the opportunity back in 2002... um, And Jimmy said, my wife does medical research. That's where she started, in Wilmington, North Carolina. And so we were part of a church plant, and it was one of those churches in a box because we had to box everything up and unpack it and pack it back up. But we started out with small groups. And it was in that small group that deep friendships developed. We had a, a, a focus, and we had to rely on each other as a part of making this a successful church. But other than that, we we got to know each other on a real intimate level, and we got to pray for each other's needs, and we got to help each other grow spiritually. And so it was a real valuable experience in my life at that point. Um, Which, why would we want to not do that here. Why are effective churches doing home groups? Well, Willow Creek Community Church, it's in Barrington, Illinois. It started somewhat of as an experiment in church planning, but exploded through effective use of the small group strategy. Today, Willow Creek has approximately 1,000 small groups with over 9,000 people involved in the community of that church. 1,000 small groups and 9,000 people involved. 
In the past two decades, home groups have become one of the most effective ways for growing relationships, one, with God, and two, with each other. Each church answers this question differently, but around our area, some of the most effective churches are using home groups as a necessity for growth. It becomes the new front door for the church, opens up avenues that we can bring people into the congregation, convenient locations for people to participate. Everybody's time is precious. It's one of the resources that we really guard anymore. And so if we've got a location that's convenient for people to actually get to and be involved with, that's that's a big plus. Some of the local churches that are using this home group effectively are Johnson's Ferry Baptist Church, New Hope Baptist Church, and Eagles Landing First Baptist Church. So why should PBC do home groups? The obvious answer to me is that it lines up with our mission statement to grow, connect, and serve. And Pastor Jimmy's done a series here recently on our purpose our passion, and the courage, and it all ties together. Home groups at PBC would be a vehicle to grow our church through connecting with the neighborhoods around each one. Last week, we were talking about a mile around our homes or people that aren't going to church. We can have those very people here. Home groups are different ministry. Their purpose is not to replace our current Sunday school. Home groups help grow relationships and strengthen the unity within the church. That's why Palmetto Baptist Church needs home groups. Can I go ahead and have the video start, please? So if everybody would do me a favor and pull out your surveys, I'd like to go over each one individually, and then we'll ask the ushers to collect them up. What activities are you currently participating in at Palmetto Baptist Church? You feel free to check more than one if, you, if you're doing more than one.
How likely is it that you would attend a home group within your zip code? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the least, 5 being the highest, would you be interested in hosting a home group at your home? What we're talking about here is would you be willing to open your home up to have a group meet there? And if the answer is yes, please put your contact information in there so we can get a hold of you. And on a scale of one to five, same thing, would you be interested in leading or facilitating a small group, a home group? That doesn't mean that you have to be a trained therapist. We will train people to lead these groups. So if you're interested and you think that that's where God would have you serve, put your contact information in there. And if we could, let's have the ushers collect those up, please. And one final thought or question that I would like to leave you all with is, how does the home group ministry fit with Palmetto Baptist Church's mission? And how can you be a part of that? Please feel free to talk to me about this. I love this this, uh, ministry idea. I'd love to see it take off. Um, I need you all's help to do this. And um, I just thank you for your time and your attention. And I appreciate being here. Thank you, Ray. Uh, Roger and Stan and Bill up in the balcony are busy taking up those surveys. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to fill those out. Thank you, Ray, for uh, giving us an initial explanation of what home groups are and uh, what really growing churches are doing with them. Now, I realize that the majority of people, the majority of you here today, you're thinking, wait a minute, this, this is the first time this has been introduced to us at all. So this is the first time. And um, we talked about that, Ray and Trevor and, and Matt and Judy and I, this past week in staff meeting. Most of our people will be hearing about small groups or home groups for the first time today. Uh, and that's intentional. We don't plan to try to kick off this ministry until at least September, no sooner than then, and maybe later, depending on how quickly we can pull things together. Uh, Why on earth are we even having this conversation? Why even think about having small groups or home groups? Well, there's a very good answer to that question. And the answer is that across the United States... Those churches that are doing the most effective job at growing their people spiritually as well as numerically, but but most important spiritually, are churches that have an ongoing small group ministry. I mean, every survey that you can find on church growth in America, the churches that are growing the fastest and the deepest have a small group ministry. And so... uh, 
taking hold of that trend, we wanted to try to put in place uh, on a small scale to begin with the same kind of ministry for our church that is working so wonderfully in churches across uh, our nation and our state and even our area. Now, I want to emphasize something, and I want everybody here to hear this, please. This is not replacing our Sunday school at all, never will. Our Sunday school is too important. It's a, it's a vital ministry, has been for uh, generations here at Palmetto Baptist, and it will continue to be. In fact, uh, later this year, we plan to offer some training uh, sessions for our teachers and Sunday school workers in order to uh, strengthen our Sunday school ministry here at Palmetto Baptist. The home group ministry is a complement to the Sunday school ministry. Uh, they meet in homes, uh, normally small groups. And what we have found as we looked over our church directory is that the majority of our church families live in one of five different zip codes. And so we plan to start off small. We're going to try to start one small home group in each of those five zip codes. So if we kick off in September, our goal is to start out with five uh, home groups, one in each of those zip codes, and then let those groups grow and uh, give birth to other uh, uh, home groups throughout the area. I want to share something with you about home groups. They're great for fellowship. As Ray said, they promote unity. Uh, people meet some of the closest friends they'll have in their lives in these home groups. They're also wonderful places to reach the unchurched. Sixty years ago, if you're talking about the front door of the church, front door meaning the first place that people are exposed to your church, the front door. Sixty and seventy years ago, the front door of every church in America was Sunday school. If anybody came to your church or was exposed to your church, the first place they were exposed to your church was in Sunday school. Seventy and eighty years ago, Churches that had Sunday school had higher attendance in Sunday school than they did in worship. Sunday school was the front door. About 50, 45, 50 years ago, that changed. And the front door went from Sunday school to the 11 o'clock worship service. And over the past 50 years, uh, the first place that anyone was exposed to our church was in worship. They wouldn't go to Sunday school first. Usually they had to attend worship, and they might attend worship for a while before they decide to join or decide to join a Sunday school class. But the, the front door was worship. Whenever I was a seminary student in the early 90s, I read a book by James Emery White called The Front Door, and it was talking about the worship service being the front door. Well, over the past 15 years, the front door has changed. It's not in Sunday school, and it is no longer the worship service. It'd be a lot easier for us if it was. The front door, that is the first place that people are exposed to our church, is not in our Sunday school and not in our worship service. It's, it's out in your neighborhood, down at the ball field, watching soccer or baseball or softball. It's down at the fitness center. It's out at the senior center. That's where people are first exposed to our church. It's not in the worship service or the Sunday school. And so by starting home groups, we're starting, uh, we're starting places of fellowship and Bible study and good times and good friendships 
at places that are closer to what is now really the front door to our church. So it not only is a good place for fellowship and friendships and Bible study, it's a great place for the unchurched to meet you. Did you know that within one mile of our church, there are, a, there are about 60,000 people live within one mile of our church? Did you know that? Now, some of you are thinking, wait a minute, one mile of right here? No, 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 no. This building is not Palmetto Baptist Church. You are Palmetto Baptist Church. So where you are, where you live, is Palmetto Baptist Church. And if you go, if you, if you pinpointed where a, each one of us as members of, of this Palmetto Baptist Church family live, if you if you've pinpointed where we live on a map and then circle, put a one-mile radius circle around every single household in our church, that's what I'm talking about. And within one mile of where you live and I live and you live and they live and we live, there are about 60,000 people. That's a conservative estimate. It's probably more than that. There are 135,000 people in Coweta County alone. Most of those live on the north end of the county. There are several times that in Fulton County. And there are at least 150,000 of the, the population of Fulton County who live in South Fulton County. So within one mile of where we live, where our church is, there are 60,000 people. Most of those who are unchurched will not come to church, not just here, but anywhere. They sure won't come to Sunday school. But if you invited them to your house for dinner, they'd come. If you invited them to your house for a cookout, they'd come. 60,000 people. Now, of that 60,000 people who live within one mile of my house and your house, could you win over time to your home group or to your home and then to this church? Could you win, you think, 10% of those? One out of 10 people? within. Uh, let me lower it. 1%. 1%. One out of every 100 people who live within a mile of you. Could you, you think you might be able to win one out of 100 to your to your home and then to this church, one out of a hundred, one out of a hundred? Could you reach one out of a hundred? Do you realize that if there are 60,000 people within a mile of where you and I live, and if we won one percent of them, do you know that's 600 people because one percent of 60,000 is 600? 600. If you and I over a two-year period, won 1% of the folks who live within one mile of where we live, that would mean we would, we would have 600 people added to the attendance of this church by the end of two years. 600 people. Let's make it a half percent. One half of 1%. Could you do that? Could you win one out of 200 people to your church who live within one mile of you, do you realize that would mean that in two years we would add 300 people to this church? That means in one year we'd add 150 people. If we only reached one quarter of one percent, 
Do you know this church has never added 150 people to, to its attendance in one year? Never, ever in the history of this church, ever. But if you and I committed to win through a home group, one quarter of 1% of all the people who live within one mile of your house, I said one out of 200, that's really one out of 400. Could you do that? Now, I don't know exactly how many people live within one mile of where you live. But on average, for all of us, there are 60,000 people within one mile of us. And if we won one quarter of 1%, which I actually I think would be a, a tragic shame if that's all we won, but if we won one quarter of 1%, one out of 400 people, we would add 150 people to the attendance of this church in one year's time. That's why we're going to try to do home groups. That's why. And I want you to think about it, pray about it, I know that you put something on the survey. If you didn't fill out a survey, I hope you'll get one. We'll have them. We have some blank ones out in the foyer. We need your input. It's not for everybody. Home groups are not for everybody. But they're for enough of us that they could make a tremendous difference in our church. Churches like ours over the past five to eight years, ladies and gentlemen, have struggled. They've either been plateaued in attendance and membership or they've declined, and we are no exception. The recession is part of it, even though I couldn't scientifically connect the recession with what's happened in churches like ours, but the recession is part of it. But in every town, in every town of at least 30,000 people or more, in every city across especially the southeast, there are a couple of what I call it churches. An it church is where everything is popping. They're growing People are attending. The people are joining every week. The baptistry is the baptistry keeps water in it because there's always somebody. They are it churches. They are blowing and going. There'll only be one or two in every town. You know, one common denominator in all of those it churches, they have small groups. That's why we're going to try it here. It doesn't replace Sunday school. It's a complement to Sunday school. We're going to beef up our Sunday school. But we're going to try to start home groups maybe in September. That's our goal. And we need your help to do that. Okay? We need your help. We need to open the front door. That's what we're here for. This is not a social club we have here at Palmetto Baptist Church. We are a soul-winning outfit, and this will help us do it. But we need your help to do it. I can't do it. Chris can't do it. Trevor, Ray, we can't do it by ourselves. We've got to have you helping us. So help us. We're going to take the information from the surveys and kind of digest it and analyze it and see what we have to work with. Right now... We're going to have an invitation. 
I never know in any congregation where everybody is spiritually. Chances are in every congregation there is somebody who has never invited Jesus Christ into his or her life to be their Savior and Lord. That is the whole heart of what we do. Uh, if, if anybody asks me, what is the most important thing you do as a pastor of a church? And that is, I want to lead our people to lead people to Jesus. That's the major thing. And so you may be here and you've never invited Christ to be your Savior and Lord. We have folks who can help you pray if you want. And we invite you to come forward and give your life to Jesus. Maybe you've already accepted Christ, but you need to be baptized or you need to join a local church. And the Lord is impressed upon you the desire to join Palmetto Baptist Church. Maybe there's some other commitment that you want to make that I know nothing about, nor should I know anything about it because it's none of my business. But it's between you and the Lord, and you want to make that commitment visible. Wherever you are this morning, this invitation is an opportunity for life change. And we want you to take advantage of that.